Hello and welcome. I'm Sue Palmer Kong, aka The Divorce Doctor, and I welcome you to Heart to Heart with The Divorce Doctor and Friends. Whether you or a loved one are considering divorce, in the midst of it, or coming out of it, this show is what you need to listen to. Divorce seems to affect everyone in some way. It can be an overwhelming life event, not only for the person going through it, but for family and friends of those divorcing too. We are here to walk the path with you, bringing you specialists who can help you make better decisions, provide you with resources and give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that, quite frankly, can bring out your worst. And today, I'm so excited to be here with an amazing woman I am proud to call my friend, Dawn Breslin. Dawn has had an amazing career spanning everything from television and radio broadcasting to running the most fantastic, harmonising emotional wellness retreats. Dawn has authored several books published by Hay House and I believe has another one about to be published. Welcome Dawn. Hey, lovely to be here Sue. Great to be with you. And to all the listeners as well. Yeah. So can you Tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how harmonising evolved. Okay, so I'll, I'll try and keep this short because it's a, it's a pretty big story. But um, So my background was in self-esteem and self-confidence coaching. That was, has been my background for the last 25 years. And um, I kind of reached a pinnacle um, where my career was really at a peak where I was working in television I was working for some of the big coaching schools in London I was traveling with Hay House internationally America Africa all over the world um, as a speaker and um, it was kind of like I was living the dream you know being picked up in black cars Uh, (laughs) I was uh, attending celebrity parties I mean it was just absolutely incredible and um, and at that time, I was working with some of the biggest brands in the world as well. So I would work as a brand ambassador. So I would basically work on their behalf, talking about how their product would impact your confidence and your self-esteem. So I really loved this work. It was um, international work. It was uh, a great way for, for me to get my messaging about self-belief, self-confidence, you know, how we really grasp our own identity how to do these things and and I had these huge big brands um, behind me and I got to a point where I was working with Procter & Gamble one of the biggest um, well one of the biggest multinationals in the world and I was about to embark on um, an amazing project that with them where we were looking at the female menstrual cycle and how it really impacts our mood it impacts our decisions it impacts our energy so kind of looking at this natural rhythm and energy that each woman um, experiences on a monthly basis up to a certain point in her life um, and it was it was just a great project. And I remember I'd moved down south. So I'm from Scotland and I'd moved down south uh, to, to Bath to work in London. And my daughter wasn't particularly happy. And I thought, you know what, I think I could, if I'm working on this project, I can move back to Scotland and I can work from there, work with them. So the timeline for this was 2008, 2009. And I moved back to Scotland. I invested all my money into this lovely house where I, right on the beach, 
Um, and I was just waiting on the final go ahead for this project to happen. And to cut a long story short, in the middle of the credit crunch, so many um, disasters or business decisions were made whereby um, the project that I was about to start was pulled, it, it was stopped. I'd walked away from London, I'd walked away from television, I'd walked away from um, walked away from everything that was familiar, all my speaking gigs, because I really thought this was the ultimate opportunity for me. Anyway, um, it didn't happen. And what I had to do is think on my feet really, really quickly and set up, uh, set up a new company because, you know, I, I wasn't in London, so TV and media weren't calling me anymore. Um, and I set up a business and the idea with this business was that uh, I would set up the portal by myself. So it would be this incredible space for women to come. And I wanted to create a spa type environment where you could come learn about yourself, grow, build your confidence, your self-esteem, um, shop for beautiful clothes, products, everything, everything that I have since gone on to teach about really loving the self, adoring the self, building your identity, building a new life, building your dream. I was, I was doing it through this portal. The only problem with the portal was that my background was in speaking, personal development, media, all that sort of stuff. And the portal demanded that I knew about marketing and technology. And in 2009, you couldn't even build your own website. So I had to go through consultants and very, very quickly, my money started to run out. Within 24 months, um, I think I counted 27 things happened. I, I, I guess on this particular show, you know, a lot of people will be in the situation where one day you're heading in one direction and the next day you have a conversation and your life just changes before your eyes. And it's terrifying. And for me, what happened was I was in this business situation where I was setting up a business that I wasn't completely familiar or au fait with. So I was kind of out of my comfort zone anyway. And then just these life experiences happened. So I had a property in the city and um, I got a bill for £50,000. Now, for someone who didn't, self-employed, single, uh, on my own, um, I'm thinking, where am I going to get 50 grand from? And I was just launching this new business and I scraped around and I scraped around and eventually I managed to get a loan for that. For that. And, then, and then right on the back of that, my mum's partner at the time, it's now her husband, he had a heart attack. My mum had been bereaved twice before. So suddenly I was called in to be part of that. My daughter had an acid attack on her car um, and was suffering from depression. So before you know it, I was, I was dealing with all this debt. It was mounting debt. And as I said, 27 different things that were happening. And I was very, very quickly losing myself. If we fast forward a bit to the end of the 24 months, I was eventually £100,000 in debt at the end of 24 months. My confidence was at the lowest it had been in forever. Um, my energy, I was adrenally fatigued. I was exhausted. I was still trying to look after everyone else and make everyone else okay. And I was like a rag doll. And um, eventually... And again, you know, thinking about the audience listening to your podcast, 
Um, one of the biggest things was I had to contemplate giving up my business, but my business had become my identity. You know, I was this business, this business was me, and I didn't know who I would be without the business, without yeah. work. I didn't know if I could work again. And as, as it transpired, I didn't work for nearly four years because my adrenal fatigue was so bad. And the terror of everything that's familiar being taken away from you and starting over again was just so overwhelming. But I knew that if I didn't give up the business, and I guess, you know, if anyone's listening and they're in a position where they're maybe at the end of a marriage and it's like, who am I without that marriage? What would my life be? I was kind of in that position, but it was a business. It was like being married to the business. But if I stayed and I hung on and I hung on and I hung on, and what I didn't know is I was hanging on. A, I thought it was just simply fear. And I've just written the opening to my new book and I start breaking the fear down. And one of the biggest fears is change of identity. It's, mm -hmm. it's what happens? Who am I without this person? Who am I without this business? Who am I without this job every single day? And, um, but the choice was I either hung on to the identity, which was killing me, or I let go. And I preserved my health and my well-being. So I let it go. And when I let it go, um, it was over the course of about five years, I learned to live life in a very new way. Each day I had to ask myself how I felt and I had to learn to give myself what I needed every day. And this started to build a new psyche. It started to build a new energy system. It started to um, relax and soothe my nervous system. Um, and what I, what I believed is, I, and, and I guess we, we all kind of feel like this, when you lose something, you're so wrapped up in that identity, you've no idea who you're going to become. And you almost imagine you're not going to become someone different. So you think, oh my God, am I going to feel like this for the rest of my life? Well, over that four or five years, just day by day, I began to change. And once I started to settle and my nervous system settled, my mindset settled, and I started to live much more from a place of presence, it was like this new imagination, this new um, creativity, new thoughts and ideas and visions began to bubble up inside me. And then the process began, whereby a new Dom Breslin began to emerge. And over time, her power came back, her identity was reformed. She, her whole nervous system was recalibrated, the adrenal fatigue was gone. And then where I'm at now is there is a new career, a new sense of excitement, a new sense of vision, adventure. And I have to say, there is money flowing in again. And it's recalibrated. And business is, is growing and booming. And a new book's on the way. And a new cycle begins. And we go through these cycles in life. We try to hold on to what is so, so, so familiar. We try to hold on to the past, even when it's really paining us and hurting us. And yet sometimes by letting go, we 
unblock the dam and allow the flow of life to meet us once again and allow us to be guided to the next stage on our destination. And if we don't let go, if we hold on to the past, if we hold on to that old picture, that old movie that we play in our heads, we stay in the same place. We can't see or taste or experience the joy and the beauty of life because everything's been dominated by the story that's running in our heads. And we're looking in the rear view mirror of our lives when the new present beauty wonder of what is coming is ahead of us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you if you if you drive trying to look in the rear view mirror, you're soon going to crash and burn. You are, you are. So so it was. It's been a fascinating experience. I feel it's deepened me as a human being. I, but I have a commitment to myself, to self growth, to moving forward. So I didn't stagnate. I actively um, grew myself. You know, um, developed myself. Uh, analyzed myself. I worked with a journal every day. I started to really get to know myself and my needs. And I think when you've been in a family environment or before you're divorced, you know, you're so focused on absolutely everybody else, but you've got to get in that little life raft and you've got to start focusing on you really, really hard and a new life will come forward. Yeah. And also I've been divorced. So I also know it from that point of view as well. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, so thinking about this post-divorce recovery, I mean, it can be so long and arduous. How can harmonizing coaching help women to improve their health and well-being and their energy and their performance? Well, I think fundamentally, um, the decision is, you know, I guess it's, it's step number one is having the willingness and the commitment in the same way that you might have your commitment to your family, you might have a commitment to your career, um, you know, these external, they're external things. I think, number one, you've got to make a commitment to yourself Absolutely. that you are going to care for. You know, and, and as you know, Sue, in the harmonizing process, you know, we go back to the, the younger self, you know, whether that's the small child or whether it be the teenage self. And you've got to nurture yourself as if you're your own, the mother of who you are. You've got to be the mother of you and learn to treat yourself in the same way you would treat your kids and the same way you would be compassionate towards another. And it becomes this. Um, yeah, it really is a, a focused commitment to the self to get yourself back on track. And, and I think the getting yourself back on track is rediscovering who you are. And, you know, you know, with the 10 step harmonizing process, that process, you go through a stage of remembering what you loved, you know, when you were younger, when you were really happy, remembering what you loved doing when you were at school, what you loved doing when you were at college, at the times in your life where you were your most vibrant, your most vital, what were you doing? Who were you surrounded by? And even although you might have got into a routine or a rut in your life over the last however many years, because we do that as women, you know, we'll, we'll look after, even as men, you know, we get, I think as humans, we get into these cycles of, you know, living the, the same formula over and over and over again. And then once you're cast out of your boat and 
that formula no longer applies. It's like, oh my God, who am I? What can I do with my life? I've forgotten who I am. And then there's all the fear of, oh my God, can I change a light bulb? Can I, do I know what day the bins go out? Um, you know, uh, you know, you might feel like a bit fat or frumpy and you might think, oh, how could I ever be attractive to to date again? How could I ever touch another man or another woman, you know? So there's this real journey of recalibration. And, and, and I think you might not even know this of yourself, that there is a really strong, vital, vibrant, beautiful, confident, um, robust version of you that you can find with the right tools and techniques to get you there. Now you could spend, like you talked about, it's a long, arduous process. I think working, if someone's working with you, for example, um, Sue, as, the, as their coach, if you're taking them through this process, you know, within a few months, you will reconnect them very quickly, you know, with your skill and expertise, you will bring them into connection with who they are, what they desire. They'll be recognizing that for themselves, but you'll be guiding them through that process to a point where at the end of say 10, 12 weeks, depending on which package, you know, they work with, with you, um, they might not even recognize themselves from, you know, from where they began at the beginning. Um, and I've seen this because I've seen people who are broken, burned out, exhausted, divorced, coming through my doors when I used to coach one-to-one. Um, and I'd see them coming through my doors and, and they were broken. And they didn't want to do counselling because they didn't want to go into that cycle. They wanted to do something really progressive that would, yeah. that would be action-focused and move them now. And harmonising does that. It moves you in the now. So... It will affect your health, your well-being, your body shape, your confidence, your style, your, you know, and, and as a coach, you can, you know, you know, I have a whole range of different coaches who have coaches who are, are style consultants and they combine the style with harmonizing to really help people um, rediscover who they are physically as well as emotionally. So you know, this can be tied up with lots of different things to bring people right back to themselves. But the key is the harmonizing process works with confidence, self-esteem, health, vitality. So if your mood is low, your energy is low, your confidence is low, your identity has been shattered, harmonizing will bring you back into alignment, as we both know. Yeah. 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 And that, that's the big thing, isn't it? People have, you know, every end is just the start of a new something else. It and is. the end the end of a marriage is the beginning of, of your new life as a a single person. And, and a, a new chapter, a new cycle. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you know what I what I aim to do is to help people f- find their wings to fly solo and fly high and be confident and you know be who they want to be. Yeah, I think I think Maybe people listening to this would think, oh, you know, but could I really experience that over a short period of time? And the answer is yes. I think there's a grieving process, you know, a natural grieving process when when we go through these endings. Um, And, you know, I think you could start it within the grieving process or if you've 
if you're caught in a cycle where you're just not getting over your past and and you feel frumpy, stuck, um, you feel like you know your new life is never going to begin. You need to get onto this program because uh-huh. it's it's like otherwise you could sit around for years grieving, years looking back. So you know, for for a reasonable it's not even a huge investment. It's a reasonable investment to do this type of training, it can transform your lives. I mean, I've seen it transform people's lives, fundamentally transform and change and shake people up. And it's such a gentle, beautiful process. Um, you know, and, and it's it's a lovely journey of self-rediscovery. That's yeah. what it is. It's rediscovering the self. It is, it is. You, you talked about alignment with your body's natural rhythms. Do you want to expand a bit more on that? Yeah, so um, I guess this is kind of at the core of harmonising. And when we're looking at energy and we're looking at vitality and bringing that back, um, what we don't do is a nutrition programme, we don't do an exercise regime, we don't do any of that. It's, it's kind of the opposite. What we're looking at is we're looking at this incredible planet that we live on and how the natural design of this planet is such that each and every organism, including human organisms, human living organisms, are attuned to the planet. Now, a lot of us have lost that connection. And what I'm talking about here is, you know, the sun comes up in the morning and as humans and whether we're humans or we're baby hedgehogs, you know, we kind of wake up and, or, you know, we're in whatever cycle. We wake up in the morning, we get up and uh, we rise into the day. And then when the moon comes at night, we, as little humans, we, you know, go into the sleep cycle and we fall asleep. And if we're disconnected from technology and, you know, if we're exposed to natural daylight, there's a natural cycle there that will impact our energy. The seasons, all of the seasons have natural energy cycles within them. So, for example, in summer, we feel naturally energetic. We feel, um, you know, we feel much more productive in the autumn and the winter, less so. And as a human, if we actually work with these cycles and trust in the cycles of nature, then and we allow ourselves to rest more in the winter, slow down more, maybe be more introspective, we bring our energy into balance. Whereas a lot of human beings are completely out of balance because they're trying to be productive 24-7 all year round and their natural capacity um, to actually be productive constantly impacts their energy, their vitality, and a lot of people are feeling stressed. So harmonizing brings us into alignment with the natural rhythms of, um, so it just wakes you up to the rhythms of the seasons. It wakes you up to the natural rhythms of the day and and asks you to engage with those rhythms, being slow when it's slow time and dark time and being more active when it's um, more energetic and more light. The other thing is the natural rhythms inside our bodies, you know, so whether that be menstrual cycle, menopausal cycles, there's also cycles within our bodies that are constantly making our um, hormones fluctuate. And at certain times, again, what you have is at the beginning of a menstrual cycle, you have, um, or when after we stop bleeding, 
we have a natural rise in energy for 50% of the month, you know? So if we work with that energy, we can be really, really productive working in flow with our energy. And then in the second half of the month, the internal cycle is that the energy slows down. So again, trusting in the natural cycle of our energy, we can start to flow with, and, and there's so much, as you know, Sue, there's so much more to the menstrual cycle than just high energy and quiet energy. There's, you know, having access to intuition is so much higher. So someone who's premenstrual, you know, so if you're going through a divorce or you're really struggling in recovery from divorce, you'll notice that there's certain times of the month when your estrogen's depleted, where things feel so much more intense. And I've noticed on the harmonizing process, you know, or through the program, working with my clients, we get them to do a mood monitor. And, you know, you start to notice the cycles of when your moods go up and down. And you can notice when your moods and your energy is going up and down, you start to flow with that because you recognize this is a hormonal fluctuation. This is a hormonal change. I'm not going bonkers, you know, and the same goes for, for menopause. So starting to live in alignment with these rhythms brings so much more peace. It brings vitality. One of the fascinating things when I was creating the system was I was looking at these human organisms and how they, everything in life, every, you know, my little cat sitting outside, whether it's been, been my cat, a baby hedgehog, a deer, a human, um, a fish, you know, whatever living organism, even plants and trees, everything is going through these cycles of growth and then they rest and they repair. And I think as we're starting to get more into yoga and meditation and stuff, we're really recognizing that as humans, we need to slow down. So if you are just constantly putting pressure on yourself, you've got the stress of a divorce or you've got a stress of an up and coming divorce and you're out of alignment with the rhythms of your body, you're going to feel erratic. You know, you're, you're, whether it's menstruation or menopause, it's going to all be exacerbated unless you come into alignment with these natural rhythms. And, you know, we are part of nature. So one of the big things about harmonizing is I really try to encourage um, my clients to spend more time in nature because nature is designed like natural medicine. It, you know, if you spend time next to lapping waves or a, a beautiful, you know, um, flowing stream, or you hear the rustle of the trees, or if your attention is, you know, distracted, your mind is distracted by a little squirrel crossing your path, or some wild deer out on a moor. If you're exposed to these things, your nervous system is impacted. And you also, by going into nature, start to create more thinking space, more silence. And what I really um, have learned through my own recovery, and it was recovery of identity, it was recovery of self-esteem, it was recovery of all these things, was that in the silence, in the quiet space, the answers lay there. But I had to make time. And again, you know, where I would just really recommend someone to engage a coach like you is, is that by someone guiding you through the process, you can get to the silence quicker. Yeah. You can get to the natural flow and rhythm of your body quicker. Trying to do it on your own without the guidance is so difficult for us. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I think uh, learning to attune with nature, with your own internal rhythms, 
the external rhythms of the sun, the moon, the seasons, the cycles. I think being in tune with all this stuff really uh, helps us find more peace and more calm and more balance in our lives. Yeah, yeah you're so right there. I, I moved four years ago to an apartment that overlooks the sea and I have never been happier. Mm. I just feel so peaceful. I look out of the window and I, I, I gauge my day by the tides and the, the weather. And, you know, if it's rough outside, I think, right, okay, I've got a day that I've got to stay in and work. If it's nice, if it's calm outside, I think, right, okay, I'll go for a walk along the front. Or I'm so lucky I've got a, a beautiful private park just opposite where you have to have a key to get in so I can just walk through all the trees and it's just gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. And it makes it's I, and I also live at the sea, so it's it's kind of life enhancing and it's making decisions about even the, where we live that enhances the quality of our lives. And I think I think what harmonizing does is it helps you improve your overall quality of life. I think you come out of it making decisions where maybe, you know, for some people, a champagne lifestyle or accumulating lots of material stuff has been where their joy has come from or you know it's it's how they've identified with themselves and and a successful life and I think harmonizing shifts that balance and it moves it into a place of deep um, gratitude for the simple things for um, I, and I think things like peace and contentment life purpose they all come out of this process they bring you back into the essence and connection with your true self who you truly are beyond the conditioning of your families your life experiences you know the the life that you've grown up with it kind of takes you beyond that into drills to the core of you and says who are you what do you really want what would make you really happy and by building your confidence as part of the process and building resilience it helps you to set the boundaries, the limitations that you need to put in place to make sure that you actually are living a really great life for you and loving those around you and caring for those around you. But, you know, you can't do a really great job of that if you're not caring for you fundamentally first. No, and, that, and that's the whole yeah. aim, isn't it? You know, taking people from thriving to from surviving, surviving. to thriving. Yeah. And it really does do that. I think if you're guided by um, a coach who really gets the process, I think you will, um, you will definitely come out of the process feeling like uh, it's like you put on a new pair of specs and you're seeing and experiencing life differently. Yeah. 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 So how can our listeners find out more about harmonising? Well, I think, number one, they talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, I, I mean, if anyone out there is interested in becoming a coach, then they come to me. Um, you know, but basically I created the process and um, I'm writing a book on it at the moment. Uh, I have a Facebook page. You know, I think my Harmonising by Don Breslin Facebook page is quite nice where we share a lot of information that's around the philosophy um, of harmonizing and of living a, a good quality life. So Facebook, um, I'm on Instagram where you can follow me a bit, but I would say that the Harmonizing by Don Breslin page is probably the page um, on the net that if you wanna just 
really get into self-inquiry, then that's where to go. But what I would say is that for the minimal investment, because I don't think this process is expensive in relation to the transformation that happens in people's lives. So I think if you're working with anyone, Sue, I think, or I think if anyone's watching, I think it'd be worth having a conversation with you. And we do this lifestyle evaluation, which anyone can do, that will give you an opportunity to look at your life and actually ask some of the big questions before you even join us. So yeah. that's that's something that, that that people could do, get in touch with you and um, and look at the lifestyle evaluation. And then from there, just decide after a conversation, which is all free, decide, is this for me? But I would say don't back don't wait you know you don't need to grieve for years and years and years in fact you don't even need to grieve for a year you can jump on the horse and start to go through the transformation now don't let your your history become your future don't make that let that happen you know you can rewrite it rewrite your life now listening to this it's yeah. like this could be a stepping stone for a complete new change. So, um, yeah, that's why I was really keen to come on here with you, Sue, because I think there's so much to offer people who are going through divorce. It's a very active process to help them make their way through change and fast. Mm, absolutely. So I'll, I'll put your contact details in the broadcast notes. And uh, so I'd love to thank you for giving up your time and talk heart to heart with us today, especially such an obviously busy time yeah. as well as being a certified divorce coach I was divorced myself at age 50 so I've been in the same situation as you are let me walk down the path with you as your thinking partner thank you for listening today it's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life facing divorce reach out to us at www.divorce-doctor.com or find me on Facebook or LinkedIn Dr Sue Palmer Khan Lovely. Thank you, Sue. I can find the switch off button. <laughs> Yay!